Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, Radio Boomers Live listeners around the world and to our Easy Way family and to our superstar host, Reetha Gray. Reetha, are you on with us? Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you well, this morning, Jim Zuli? I'm rocking and rolling, Reetha, and we're starting on Monday with a little drizzle, but uh, it's always needed that's out only here, in right? The o- that's only in the O.C. In L.A., it is another beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, they uh, uh, these Mondays come around fast, but, uh, you know, it, it's okay to have a little rain once in a while. A lot of stuff going on with the Oscars and uh, the economy starting to rock and roll again. I've been doing some research on that, and, uh, and it sounds like you're starting to get out and about, too, uh, in your business. A little bit. Uh, they're doing a lot of auditioning. But it's very expensive to be COVID compliant. So a lot of the independent films are having a hard time complying so they can't shoot. We were talking about that yesterday. And uh, what was, you know, you want to share one of the figures that uh, an independent film might have to add to their budget because of the COVID restrictions? They're saying that even a small independent film will need at least to add $100,000 to their budget. Some of these little independents only have a $150,000 budget. They can't afford to add an an additional $100,000 in COVID testing and um, COVID compliance offices. I mean, they have to have X amount of officers for as many people on the set. So it's not like you just get one COVID-compliant officer. If you have, say, 20 people on the set, I think you have to have at least two. And then if you have 25 or 30 on the set, you've got to have, like, three. And they're not cheap. They get paid good money. Oh, yeah. And I've been talking to some restaurant owners, and they say the little things they had to do, which were actually big things, can get expensive, like opening up the patio areas and getting renting the – the outside tents and all that kind of stuff. But with that, let's roll into our hot topic, see what's going on. Smartphone, cell phone, PC, Mac, tablet, iPad. That's right. It's It's not your time. Ripped from the headlines. Today's hot topic. Well... My hot topic is the Oscars last night. I watched it last night. It was kind of weird. I mean, the Oscars have become a whole different genre now. They don't have a host, although they had a lot of people that seemed like they were hosting. (laughs) But it was mainly the presenters. Um, They shot a lot of it at the – or a lot of them were staged at the Union Station downtown L.A., it was dressed up very na- nicely. They must have spent a small fortune just decorating the Union Station. And um, it, it was an interesting evening. 
Uh, They had more people of color nominated than they've ever had before, so that was a milestone that um, they saw. They had uh, the second woman director received an Oscar. Um, There were some surprises. Let's start with the In Memoriam. And I didn't notice it last night until I got up and read this morning, but they left some people, very significant people, off the In Memoriam. Like Jessica Walters, those of you that are our age should remember Jessica Walter, actress, and Nia Rivera. Also, they left off of the in memoriam. And I thought they kind of rushed it. Maybe they had too many, but they should have slowed it down. Some of the names, I couldn't even read who they were. So if they were like a publicist or a cinematographer and not an easily recognizable name, the name was gone before I even saw it. So I really had a problem with that. And um, there was always some controversies, and one of the things that's very controversial this morning, apparently they rearranged the order of the awards, which I did notice last night, and instead of the best picture of the year being the last award, the best actor of the year was um, the last award that was going to be given out. And some people talk took that to mean that since they rearranged the order, the Chadwick Boseman was going to be the winner. His wife was going to come up and give a speech like she did at the other award he won. And everybody was built up for this moment. And then Anthony Hopkins won. Now, I checked as soon as it happened, was that Anthony Hopkins' first Oscar? Apparently so. Do you feel that Chadwick Boseman was slighted? I don't know. I have seen Ma Rainey. I haven't seen The Father, so I'm not sure. You know, what can we say? It is a vote, people. People vote on this. They should not vote strictly because of the color of someone's skin. This is an acting award. This is just my opinion. And so if the majority of the Academy felt like Anthony Hopkins should win it, then he should. The sad part was he wasn't there to receive the award. And so it was quite an anticlimactic evening. So maybe they learned their lesson. Don't change the order of it just because you think that that's going to be a good ending for the show. Did Chadwick Boseman do a wonderful job in Ma Rainey? Absolutely. Did Anthony Hopkins do a wonderful job in The Father? Absolutely. People, it is a, a vote, and that's what, let the chips fall where they may. And, um, of course, there were a lot of um, exciting things. Her got an Oscar for original score. Yeah, that's her name. For those of you that don't know, her name is her. And um, there were you can go online. You can see who the winners are, who the losers were. I think overall it was an interesting Oscars, but I think, oh, I forgot my favorite, favorite, favorite part was Tyler Perry. He won the Humanitarian Award, and he gave a brilliant speech, and he said, he he so expressed my heart. He said, can we just all get in the middle? That's where the conversation starts. Can we not hate? 
I, I was so touched by his speech because everyone's taking sides. Can we meet in the middle? Can we talk about it? Can we come to some type of compromise and please stop hating? I thought Tyler was absolutely brilliant. And that's my hot topic this morning. Jim, what's yours? Well, James Zuley's quote is, prejudice is one of man's greatest losses. That's my quote. Anyway, um, mm. yeah, the Oscars, they, some, some people are saying, you know, the what happened to the Clark Gables and the Cary Grants and the superstar movies, Gone with the Wind and the big Oscars and stuff? Well, the times have changed, you know. I mean, uh, to us back in those days, that was the super super uh, Oscars and Emmys and all that, but times change. And, and the Oscars that they put on now, especially the last one, you got to give them a lot of credit because it hasn't been easy the last year, that's for sure. So a lot well, of credit we had to them. We had one of our biggest stars doing the butt on the, yeah, the Oscars. I mean, how familiar are we with oh, our yeah. stars now? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, you give them credit for the hard times they had to go through and uh, – and you know it goes shutdowns in baseball. Uh, Bunt Gardner pitches a seventh inning now no hitter, which is that's a rare occurrence, allowing Arizona a seven zero win over the Braves. It's hard to get any scores when your pitchers uh, striking everybody out. Tiger went on crutches after suffering a significant orthopedic injuries to his right uh, lower extremity extremities after extensive. Uh, well, both upper and lower portions of the tibia and fibula, so he had some pretty significant damage there. Uh, he's on his long road to recovery, and no golf tournaments in the foreseeable future, but who knows? Tiger's very resistant. The Oscars and Aretha pretty much covered that, and uh, like I say, we give them a lot of credit for what they've been going through. The folks at the Federal Reserve are saying that they think the U.S. economy is going to grow more than 4% in 2021, and uh, three out of four business economists think the economy will regain the losses uh, suffered in 2020. That's good news. And then you have Trump and Biden with their stimulus packages. Uh, That's also fueling the economy. A lot of people going back to work. Office buildings are opening up, but not all employees want to return to work after uh, they're pretty content with collecting some of these large unemployment checks. Some have anxiety about catching up on, you know, uh, catching the virus, and some uh, have fears about flexibility they've gained while working at home. Uh, COVID-19 eviction crisis, an estimated 30 to 40 million people in America are at risk of losing their home or apartments. The U.S. may be facing a uh, most severe housing crisis in its history. Able to, it's a supply and demand situation. There's not enough homes out there in the market, and the ones that are for sale are very high, and there's a lot of offers coming in. But the good news is the rates are still low, so they're going to be rebuilding. They're going to be, you know, building new homes, and you got those low rates guys. Take advantage of that or refinance. You know, uh, if you got a four percent, you go down to three, it'd be worth it. The Federal Reserve reports that forty percent of Americans. Uh, they basically don't have enough money in their savings to cover even a $400 emergency. And the average savings is one to $3,000. The median monthly mortgage in California is $3,000 with an average, average monthly income of 5,500. 
Uh, regarding health in the U.S., two-thirds of adults in the country are overweight or obese. And the good news is many are starting to get back on board with the home fitness products and all its sales are really up. Supreme Court to hear a major new gun control case next uh, term on the carrying of weapons outside the home. And a New Jersey town raises $2,000 for a server that the customers left a rude note and no tip. So they took care of him. And then a teacher who was left homeless walking around, he was seen by one of his old students, and the, and the student helped him get back on his feet. So how about that, Reith? And uh, all kinds of stories out there. I want to hit you with some more positive stuff. But with that, I think we have a commercial coming up, and then we have a very interesting guest for you to listen to. She's up to date on what's going on. Hey guys, I'm an angel here. I'm here to tell you why you should download the Eric Dooley app for free. Get the easy way experience on the go. Events, shows, fan wall, interviews, coverage, all our blogs, social media. Promote your music to the great. Get notifications and updates for free. And you get to join Easy Way on all of his fun adventures. Easy Way. Are you looking to accelerate your influence? EasyWayWall.com is a new site that allows you to promote yourself, business, brand, and your products as an influencer. You can share your ideas, receive comments, promote and brand yourself with the power of affiliation. Associate yourself and your brand with the power players of today to become leaders of tomorrow. Come and join the EasyWayWall today. Sign up at wall.easywaybroadcasting.com or text EasyWayWall to 55678. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So text EasyWay to 55678. And we have a today that fits right into what's going on and is totally needed in this world of computers and the virtual age, Fatia Comunali. And she Fatia is a renowned, yes. right. She's a renowned national speaker, social media expert, and visionary, the founder and CEO of uh, Social Connect and Linked Pro Leads. She's known as the LinkedIn lead secret weapon. Betty has wisdom and sheer brilliance are best demonstrated by her seemingly endless stream of success stories by some of the biggest names in, in the industry. Her accolades number in the hundreds with the most recent distinction of being named one of the Naples Distinction Women. How about that? That's a pretty big uh, accolade. The Faces of Southwest Florida, the best you, Leadership Collier Distinguished Entrepreneur nominee, and many more. That's pretty impressive. She supports Thank no you. less than 42 local and national charities. Now, that's a lady with a big heart and has delivered seminars to tens of thousands of dentists and entrepreneurs. So she just doesn't have gifts. She reaches out and helps. So, Nadia, welcome to the show. And this is Retha Gray. And, Retha, this is Betio. Thank you. Welcome. So, I uh, I give you a lot of credit. You're uh, you definitely are keeping up with uh, what's going on in today's world, and you're realizing how things change and uh, helping people. Uh, you know, what what was it that brought you into what you're doing today? Uh, were you just a tech? You found out that tech was a gift you had. I mean, why, why this feel? Why aren't you a doctor or a lawyer? Well, you know what? I was a teacher in Israel before I moved to America. And when I moved to America in 2003, I told myself, you don't move to America to be a teacher. 
I can stay and be a teacher in Israel. And I wanted to kind of take advantage of the American dream because, you know, America is the place to achieve almost every dream you have if you set your mind to it. So when I came to America, I started with an organized company. And when I divorced, I kind of left the company from my ex-husband and I decided to start with the marketing because that is exactly where everything starts shifting into LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook at the time before Pinterest and all of the other one were coming out. And I think the ability and the willingness to help others was what actually motivated me because when I started my business, I actually started with a nonprofit organization because they can never afford you. And I said, I need some guinea pig. And who are going to be my guinea pig? And I said, if I offer them free work, they're not going to say no to me, but at least I'm going to learn everything I wanted to learn from them. And by helping them, I start seeing results, good results. And the people who were donating money for those charities saw the results and start hiring me, and that's how I actually start growing my business. Wow. Ah. So, so what is it that uh, the main people, you know, one of the main questions uh how how do you uh, get the most traffic? Because uh, a lot of people out there have a lot of shows and businesses and so on. So, what would you say it is that uh, you know brings bring this traffic to you? You know, there is so many different aspects and there are so many different ways to do it. There is a way to do it for free and there is a way to do it paid. I personally hate to pay so much for something I can create almost for free. Not just that. Free is really paid is some way fake. Why? Because you pay for something to happen versus creating for yourself. And I always, you know, when I was speaking on events and I started, like, growing in a specific industry, I realized that my people, my clients, my potential clients, spending more money than they should be. And I thought, how can I make these people happier spending less money less money and actually making more money, but at the same time creating a huge impact. And every, every year I kind of change it and edit more and more because, you know, social media changes, not the same. Five years ago, you could do a lot of things on social media. Now you can't unless yeah. you pay right. for it. You know, yeah. for example, the social media, social media thing, you know, social media, if people just understand the purpose of social media is to increase your visibility in Google, it's not to give you leads. Leads you get with paid advertising. So if people understand it, they use social media in a better way, just uh-huh. with, with the, with the inch intention of growing their Google visibility if they know how to put all the dots together. The second thing is I create something on LinkedIn that helps people to shortcut a lot of the social media expenses and reach out to decision makers directly. Why? Because on LinkedIn, when you reach out to somebody, you speak to that somebody if he's there. On social media, you're most likely dealing with social media managers, uh, office managers, or personal assistants, and they basically always put a stop on you. No thanks, we don't need it, we don't need it. Why? Because they manage somebody. They're not this somebody. And Many years I was trying, I'm paying for ads and paying for ads. You know, doctors, I, I mainly work right now with dentists, and especially doctors and professionals, they don't have time, even public figure. A lot of celebrities I'm working with, they actually never 
check their Facebook, they go and post on Facebook, but they don't check the Facebook, but they do check the LinkedIn account. And I find a way to reach out to people directly. And I wanted uh, to tell you, in the last six years, I focused on building my LinkedIn and the amount of money and attention and everything I want to accomplish on social media that I get directly from LinkedIn saved me a lot of time, a lot of money, and a lot of effort that I was spending before that I don't have to spend now anymore. Yeah. So if now, you, you said you work with Dennis, and I, and I read that you say that Dennis spend a lot more money on advertising than they should for the results that they get. What specifically do you, would you do for a dentist? You know, with dentists, I do a couple things. I build them on, online because, you know, a lot of them just create social media, but they don't build the social media. Now, if somebody builds a social media for you and it's not complete, it doesn't matter what you do on social media. It's not going to work for you. Why? Because you're incomplete. Like take something broken and try to manage it, how difficult it can be. But if it's complete and you manage it, you will see results no matter what you're going to do. So I always tell dentists, you know what, if you can't afford to, to have me as a management for you, let me just build you. Anyone who manages you after will do a good job. Why? Because I build them. I create a consistent channel for the personal profile and the business profile, and I cross-promote between the two, and I create a system where everything is connected. My clients, when they post on social media, they post with a purpose to increase the visibility on Google, not just to get fake uh, like or fake followers, right? If yeah, you don't exactly. have a purpose on social media, don't even use it. So if, uh, if you build people it, losing time there. So if you build it, they'll come, right? If you build it correctly, they will come. You because, you know, a lot of people open Facebook and they think, oh, I already have Facebook. But it's not having those accounts. It's how you monetize those accounts. Ah. How, you know, if you have a Facebook account and somehow you're not tweaking it to your other account, you know, you have 5,000 followers. I don't know how many of them are real. I'm, I don't know how many of them are relevant. But most people on social media, they go in circuits. They speak to themselves. They don't speak to the audience they want to speak to. So, you know, I saw all the struggles that people come to me over the years, and I have over 500 companies. And the reason I started with this LinkedIn program is because they cannot afford to pay me the social media because it's expensive and it takes more time. Yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. I said, let me put you on my LinkedIn program, which is a very affordable program. I'll get you built up, which LinkedIn is a huge deal on social media. Why? Because LinkedIn will bring you up to speed on your Google search. Facebook and Instagram and Twitter will not. Right? Uh, yeah. Because those accounts will only help you if you pay for advertising. But if you don't pay for advertising, what, what's going to happen to you? You go and circuit. You speak to the same people. I have many clients with thousands of, of connections and followers, but they're not ideal team connections. I'll give you guys an example. My LinkedIn account has 22,000 connections, and 19,000 of my connections are dentists. So guess what? My, my LinkedIn is my ATM because I have 19,000 dentists. I have 19,000 potential leads on my account that slowly uh, yeah. I convert to customers. Mm. So now, I have getting... a guy who came to me last week. 
I had a guy come to me last week. He has 29,000 connections on LinkedIn. The maximum you can have is 3,000. And he said, but your LinkedIn doesn't work for me. When I look into his connection, I said, who is your target market? And he said, oh, target market is medical industry. I look into his LinkedIn account, and he has maybe 300 people in the medical industry. All the rest are completely not relevant. So we hire a virtual assistant in the Philippines to go and erase all his 29,000 connections. Why we could start a new account, but we didn't want to start a new account because the account is already optimized. Why could we erase something like to optimize the account would take years? So I said, no, we're going to lose another month of work, but we're going to erase all those connections, and we're going to start requesting only doctors now on. And my system requested 100 doctors a day, five days a week, and a one-month total of 2,000. Out of the 2,000 requests we have, between 200 to 800 people accepting him. So even if he has only 100 doctors requesting him, excuse me, accepting him, he is speaking to somebody who has an interest to work with you, not just as somebody on your LinkedIn yeah. account that brings no value to you. So you want a consistent stream of traffic, or you want new people uh, coming into your business, right? Constantly. Constantly, yeah. but not, not only new people. For example, I have thousands of dentists on my LinkedIn that are connected with me since 2012. Do you understand that today, day, it's much easier for me to sell these people that connected with me in 2012 than people who connected with me in 2019 or 2020 or 2021. Why? Because longer you connected with somebody, more trust you have with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for about- me, when I reach, I have an automation system that constantly reach out to my connection, right? So when I reach out to people who I connected for six years or 10 years, they watch me over the years. They see me growing. They see my success. They see my success story. When I offer them something, it's so easy for them to agree with me. I gain yeah. their trust, and I, take, I get their, their money at the same time. Uh-huh. What but you provide totally... value for, for what they're paying for. A lot of people yeah. pay exactly. social media experts, and like you said, they just get these dead-end leads, and they have nothing to do with what they're actually trying to reach. Yeah. Exactly. You got it. You got it. I mean, I, I've seen everything from my business, and I tell you, every day I have a new victim client who come to me that pays thousands of dollars. Like I have a dentist client who pay $18,000 on the website. And I said to him, are you kidding me? Whoever mm. pays such a money for a website, you shouldn't pay more than 1800 not 18000 If you take that 18000 and use them for advertising, you will get customers. But websites will never give you customers. Because the yeah. website is not working. is what traffic you can bring to your website. Exactly. Eric, uh, Eric is very meticulous on the t- kind of traffic he'll bring to a client. He doesn't want to waste time with the wrong traffic. And, you know, you work with the, the people that could benefit you. So how about starting a totally new endeavor? What do you think of that? What do you mean? Well, you, have, you know, starting, a, starting a, branching off from what you have and starting something new, uh, or do you think you should just stick with what you have? instead of branching out too much. You know, it really depends. It, it really depends. You know, you always have to look into not what we want, 
You know, a lot of people said, oh, I want a doctor come to me and said, I want this and I want that. And I said, doctor, excuse me. And so yeah. now you work with other marketing that did what you want. But from today on, we're going to do what needed. You always look into what needed. If that's something that they really need to expand or go reverse or go in a different direction, I would do it. Yeah. The second part is you have to look into statistics. In the end of the day, you have to see what is your statistics. I'm growing. Do I build more connections? Do I yeah. associate myself with people who have anything to do with me or just wasting my time in batch of likes of followers who mean nothing to me? I have a girl uh, who is a fitness guru and she has one million uh, people on Instagram, but she does not make a one penny out of it. So what's uh, the point of having one million followers? My daughter has 35 people on her LinkedIn and she makes 10K out of it. So somebody with 30,000 people cannot make that much money on LinkedIn with 35 connections. Think about it. So it's always the quality, not the quantity. And what you need to do is keep yourself real. Uh-huh. If, if, people, if you make money, if you make money out of what you're doing, you know you're good. If you don't make money, that means you need to move. Exactly. Yeah. You had a, so, Bastia, how would people get in contact with you if they want to yeah. find out how to get your services? Yeah. I have my website called Links Pro Leads. I can provide it to you guys. And over there, people can actually watch the video and read about our services and how we're doing it. We basically explain everything. People can also look me up on LinkedIn and message me. And they can also go to gobatia.com. I mean, I am everywhere. People know me. I mean, I've been also doing tons of business in the California area. It's easy to find. We're in the social media season, right? So we are all over places. You had a uh, chance to meet Eric and come across as uh, Easy Way Wall of Fame. What do you think of that? I, I think Eric is amazing. I know Eric since 2016 when I was working with company in Los Angeles. That's why I introduced to Eric. I mean, Eric and I really have many shared connections. And actually, right now, Eric become a client of mine on LinkedIn. I'm helping Eric to grow his LinkedIn because he's so good and he's doing so well and everything else. And I said, Eric, don't abandon your LinkedIn. We can also expand your LinkedIn. So we started him a couple of days ago. But with Eric, it's fun because he has whatever it takes to be successful. You know, he's brilliant. And I, I, I appreciated Eric because some people want to grow and they don't do anything to make it happen. And some people want to grow and they will do whatever it takes. And Eric is one of these people who will do whatever it takes. And I respect people like that. Well, we want to uh, thank you for coming on because uh, I know you're a busy girl, Betia, and uh, we'd like to have you back on again on a follow-up to see because times have changed, as you know, and uh, for all businesses. And moving forward, you have to make the right moves because the lack of knowledge can be costly, correct? Absolutely. I just wanted to say one more thing is I would like people to start losing, stop losing time over social media. Yes, use the social media if it's making profit for you. But if not, focus on one thing that's called LinkedIn because the fruit are on LinkedIn. And I am not just saying it. I have clients who make millions of dollars on LinkedIn transactions and, and like on a monthly basis. And if you just know how to use LinkedIn, 
and even just come on board on my business. Use me for only three months just to see what you can make out of it. I'm happy to help. I don't have a contract. The minimum is three months. I'm happy to help any person to just get started. Uh, see, you have a big heart. Well, we want to thank you again for thank coming you. on because pay attention, guys, and take notes when Patsy is talking because it will help your business, and you have to stay in tune on what's going on. And uh, so keep exactly. uh, keep keep a notch open for us in the future. I'll be calling you back, and uh, we want to Absolutely. thank you for coming on Radio Boomers Live. <laughs> thank you, guys. It was nice talking to you both. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Well, Reef, with that, I and think we'll we're move looking on at to a commercial and Yeah. All right. Introducing EasyWay Family App, your new virtual vision 2020. Be seen, be available, be everywhere. Available on Apple Store and Google Play. Track our content, stay connected, create your account to gain instant access. Go mobile or go home. Looking to grow and align your brand with celebrities and other established brands? Your brand is all about your entire customer experience. Everything from your logo, your website, your social media experiences, the way you answer the phone, to the way your customers experience your staff. So why not let us help you get your branding right from the start? At EasyWay Promotions, we are a new class of professionals providing first-class online branding, promotion, social media, website development, editing, graphic design, public relations, media, SEO, and online advertising to give your business the competitive edge to stand out. Our highly experienced experts will not only help you increase your online presence, but also provide you with a proven online strategy to help you increase the value of your company and make acquiring new customers easier. So what are you waiting for? Contact us today and let us help you grow your business exponentially. For more information, contact 424-209-9290 or visit easywaypromotions.com. That's letter E, letter Z. We also encourage you to like our Facebook page at Easy Way Promotions. You are about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Well, hello there, Radio Land. And wherever you are, I want you to feel grand. We have a wonderful guest for you today. Her name is Vena Thero. And I hope I pronounced her name right. She's also known as V because she happens to also be a professional comedian. But let me tell you first about her background at CNN because she is an Emmy award-winning news person. And uh, she received that for the 9-11 news coverage uh and uh, she is also an international award-nominated documentary producer. She is an author, and she's an autism advocate. And she's my friend. And here is Vena Thero. 
Hi, Carmelita. It's such a pleasure to be with you today. Thank you for having me. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. And, uh, you know, uh, we go back a ways because I met you through my husband, Jerry Pittman, when he was working at CNN. And I remember some of those great events that CNN had. Uh, and now you're at uh, Fox uh, in the sports division, right? Yes, I am. I work for Fox Sports, Fox Deportes, and um, it's really been a blessing, especially during the pandemic, being a single mom of two autistic sons. You know, employment is critical, and I work part-time because I've always had to make sure I was available to attend to whatever needs came up with them. So the fact that sports is so necessary um, I work in an archive department, and uh, I was needed to work the entire pandemic. So needless to say, I am grateful, and I've seen the blessings of the Lord because I am living proof that when you have a need and you trust in the higher power, your needs are met all the time. Absolutely. That's the truth, and I have found that to be so true. I can give you um, much testimony to that fact. We put God first and, and you know, just release ourselves, and it's just amazing the miracles it, that come into our lives. It is. Well, you're one of the miracles. You have me here today, something that <laughs> miraculous. Yes, I do. Yes, yes, I do. Across the airwaves and... You know, my organization, Autism Media, we're producing a new documentary right now, Believing in Miracles in Spite of Autism, a documentary I started many years ago after my first documentary was nominated for an Africa Movie Academy Award. We started Believing in Miracles in Spite of Autism, which addresses shifts in paradigms for the education of the special needs community. My youngest son is not is a non speaker and public education doesn't address the ways that they learn. They're not always even considered intelligent. But there are methods out there that I've been blessed to turn many parents on to who have non speaking children, even during the pandemic. And they learn that their children have been absorbing education all their lives. And when taught the method of pointing to letters to spell out words and sentences, they're learning, parents are learning how intelligent their kids are. The kids who normally have behaviors because they're frustrated because people don't know what they want or mean, they're learning how to communicate through this method, and behaviors go away. My son has documentation of his behaviors decreasing 80% in school because now people know he's telling them something that they can trust in. You know, when you're around somebody and they, they're near you, but they can't tell you what they want, and then they become frustrated, you think there's a problem. But even with typical people, when somebody doesn't understand us, we get upset and we actually act out. So why wouldn't someone who has no vehicle for communication behave the same way? 
But this is being unleashed by multiple experts, and I'd love to be able to share with others. So we're going to address the shift in educational paradigm and future housing and employment because once special needs individuals get out of school, there's a cliff, we've called it. There's no place for them to go. Many of them have skills and they'd love to be educated, but the application process and the interviewing process doesn't assist them in displaying their talent. So there are organizations like the Hollyrod Foundation and the Special Needs Network founded by Ariva Martin and Holly Robinson Pete and Rodney Pete. These organizations are doing job fairs and career training, and it's, we're going to present all of this. I mean, there's uh, organizations across the country that are creating duplicatable employment models. So needless to say, this little documentary has blossomed into a documentary series, and I encourage everybody to go to Believing in Miracles in Spite of Autism.com and get involved, make a donation if your heart is moved to do so, but support our efforts. We really need to wake everyone up and let everybody know there is a way to sustain this population. One in 59 children diagnosed with autism each year. This is millions and millions of individuals as adults who will cripple our society if we don't find a way to help them provide for themselves. You know, they're going to end up in incarcerated or homeless, and we will address that because it's very real. The numbers are astounding how many special needs individuals are behind bars with little to no assistance and homeless as well. So we're going to make a difference, and I know if you're hearing my voice, you want to make a difference as well. Carmelita, you are amazing because you're already making a difference. Well, I try. (laughs) And, uh, you know, like you said, as long as we put God first, all things are possible. Yeah, you know, little things happen in the lives of parents who are raising children with autism, and we have a saying that we celebrate the small things. And before my son was able to communicate with me through these methods. We were in the car one day, and I played classical music because it was soothing and, you know, the challenges were so huge for me. And so at the end of most classical songs, you guys know how they end. So there's this beautiful piece playing, and all of a sudden he joins in on, da. <laughs> you know, you take me back to the days when I was teaching in the for the LA Unified School District and I taught art. Uh that mm-hmm. was my specialty, although I also, you know, had other subjects as well, including English and history and even music. But when I played classical music for a period of time, it took my students a while to get adjusted to it because I was in the uh, what they call the urban inner city and yes. uh and they were not accustomed to that kind of music and they used to say why are you playing that funeral music you know and, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what it grew on them they absolutely began to demand it you know after a while they loved it i mean it took a while but you know i've also learned that 
vegetables, believe it or not. You know, certain types of music uh, will either make uh, um, the the plant uh, happy or make it uncomfortable. And when you play classical music to the tomatoes or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. it, it'll it'll bear fruit. It'll bear it'll yeah. bear vegetables. So it's really amazing what the arts can do. Absolutely, yeah. Because you know, plants are living organisms, and they respond to everything around them. You know, so why wouldn't that be a fact? I've seen it myself. Yes. Yes. Well, listen, Dana. You know, I wish we had more time. Um, but we're we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up with anything um, that you really want to bring home. And I want to say one thing. I want to congratulate you on all of your achievements. It's just remarkable, and your drive and your passion. How you have even put over a movement to legislate that would benefit yeah. uh, your cause. Can you tell us just a little bit about that before we go? Yes, I have a bill proposal, the nonverbal communication mandate bill, to get these methods into public schools so that non-speakers and partial speaking autistics will be able to participate in an age-appropriate education. Edo Kedar and most recently Justice Killebrew are two non-speakers who actually fought for themselves to get an age-appropriate education when, you know, administration didn't believe they were communicating. They learned how to type independently in order to show they could participate, and now they are excelling, Edo's in college. And then also, uh, seriously, go to Believing in Miracles in Spite of Autism.com and get involved in our movement. And you can go to my uh, comedy page, VVV Comedy, that's on Facebook and Instagram, because I give a lot of life through laughter that also supports the autism community. And um, it's, it's always good to laugh, even if it hurts, and then we grow and learn and make, a, make everything a little bit better just from smiling. It increases good vibes. Absolutely, and on that note, I want to also mention a dear friend of mine uh, who I met through one of uh, my honorary members of the Rose Breast Cancer Society, uh, Pasquale, senior senator, um, retired now, but senior senator Pasquale Betio, introduced me to a wonderful man, the Laughing Yogi, he's called, and uh, he's been a guest on my show also, but when we've had some of the events for the Rose Breast Cancer Society, he was also a guest, and he had everybody in the audience get up and do a laughing exercise because I learned from him that oxygen is very freely distributed when you laugh, and guess what, folks? Oxygen kills cancer cells. Amen. And, yes, so you keep them laughing, Vena, and I love the way you have described yourself. V is your alter identity, just the letter V as in Vic, and um, you are a self-proclaimed, quote, wacky, provocative, sophisticated, 
iconoclastic intellectual, and I love it. (laughs) That's a great description. And you have performed so many places, including uh, your your native Detroit, and that's a great place to be from. You know uh, that it produced uh, Motown history. And uh, I think you're doing a a great job, and uh, again, I want to congratulate you, and I want to thank you for being a guest on Carmelita's Corner. And And thank you to Eric Zuli. I want to thank Eric because he was instrumental in making this moment happen, and I just love all of his innovation, and I applaud him. Oh, he's amazing. We're all amazed by Eric, and I'm sure you'll be hearing from him soon. So anyway, stay tuned, and um, have a great day. God bless your heart. Smartphone, cell phone, PC, Mac, tablet, iPad. That's right. It's tech time. Well, Apple had their spring-loaded event, and the biggest news, I think, that came out of the event, you know, they announced something big every year. They have done some improvements in the iMac. They haven't changed the iMac in years. So if you've had an iMac forever, you probably still have that same iMac. This might be the time for you to buy your new one. It's the new iMac inspired by the best of Apple, and it's been transformed by the M1 chip. Now, the M1 chip makes the iMac the thinnest it's ever been, and if you're familiar with Macs, a lot of people have maybe the MacBook, but these are actually the computer that sits on on your desk, and Actually, it's not a computer that sits on your desk. Remember, we had the towers, and then we had the smaller versions. Well, this is just the screen. At least that's just what it looks like for the i on the iMac. It's just the monitor and a little stand, and of course, you have a keyboard. And it takes up so little space that it fits on your desk and you don't have all those cords and all those things that you used to have connected to your home computer or your office computer. So you may want to take this time. They have new colors. It comes in seven colors, blue, green, um, orange, pink, silver, yellow, and purple. And purple's the new color for Apple this spring. They've got lots of um, lots of colors, but the purple is the new color for the iPhone and for the iMac. Now they also made some other announcements at the spring loaded event. Uh, the iPad Pro. They have a new generation of iPad Pro with the M1 chip, which will make it even thinner. It has uh, 5G, it has an XDR display, and it has more features than ever before on the iPad Pro. It offers um, the Magic Keyboard in a new white color, and like I said, it has the M1 chip. So you can get it either in an 8-gigabyte or 16-gigabyte RAM 
option, and that's for the first time. Then they have the AirTag that was announced. Now, that's a little chip that you'll be able to find your iPad or find your iMac or find your iPhone, and you'll be able to track it down. So it makes it less attractive to thieves because the moment they turn it on, you'll be able to track it. And then um, the iPhone is going to be the iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 mini. It's going to be in the new purple color on April 30th. That's coming out. And Apple TV. Apple announced the new Apple TV 4K with A12 Bionic chip and upgraded Siri remote. So the new Apple TV ships with redesigned Siri remote, and you can also buy the remote separately. Uh, The new Apple TV 4K supports Wi-Fi 6, Thread, and HDMI 2.1. Now, I know some of the stuff you're saying, Risa, I don't know what the heck that is. It just, the kids know what it is, and it just means it'll run faster, look better, and be your supercomputer for at least the next few years. So if you're interested in any of the new products, go to the Apple website, and you can see all the new and improved stuff for Apple. Now, if you just got your latest Apple product last year, believe me, you don't have to buy a new one every time one comes out. Save your money. Wait a few years because most of the new stuff will run on your relatively recent equipment. But as far as that new iMac is concerned, that might be the ticket for your new Apple product this year. Okay, and Jim, tell us about your gym today. Okay, baby baby boomers, boomers. it's time for Jim from Jim. So ignorance can be costly, and being stagnant, and, you know, just being stagnant by saying that, I mean, just not doing anything. You put some money in the bank if you save it, but you're not paying attention. And the years go by fast. And all of a sudden you realize, wow, 20 or 30 years ago, if I would have done this program, I could have had a couple hundred thousand in the bank. And meanwhile, you have your maybe 10 or 20,000, or like the statistics show, some people only have 1,000. Uh, to enjoy a comfortable future, investing is absolutely essential for most people. I found a little article in Bankrate. I wanted to give you the top 10 best investments for 2021. And uh, like I've said before, the average, uh, well, they took an average of an individual making $44,000 a year. That's supposed to be the average. And they're supposed to retire with 11 times that amount, which would be about a million dollars, which most people don't have. So to enjoy a comfortable future, investing, like I said, is very important. As the coronavirus crisis has demonstrated, a seemingly stable economy can be quickly turned on its head leaving those who haven't prepared scrambling for an income. But those who uh, paid attention to hold on to their investments may have done quite well. And uh, the market registered a new all-time high in the second half of last year. So uh, I'm going to go over a couple of these. And, you know, a lot of people, like, they might see an, an advisor, like we have Gerald Kane, excellent advisor for for your resources going into the future for st- stability. 
And if you pay attention, you people out there that are in your 20s and 30s and even 40s, if you just pay attention a little bit and put a little aside, you could wind up with a comfortable situation when you're 60 years old, 65, and it comes fast. So I'm going to go over a couple of these uh, with you and uh, take notes. So the best t- uh, investments for 21, 2021, starting with number one, high-yield savings account. Just like a savings account earning pennies at your brick-and-mortar bank, high-yield online savings accounts are accessible vehicles for your cash. Okay, there are few overhead costs there. Liquidity, right away. Certificates of deposit, all right, or CDs are issued by banks and generally offer a higher interest rate than a savings account. As far as liquidity, CDs aren't as liquid as savings accounts or your money market accounts because you tie up your money until the CD reaches maturity, often for months or years. But then again, maybe that's good. You can't touch it. Now, number three is government bond funds. Well, how about that? You want to put your money there? Government bond funds are mutual funds or ETFs that invest in debt securities issued by the U.S. government and its agencies. Uh, As far as liquidity goes, and I say that because you actually want to forget about it, then it'll be there. But if you keep thinking, well, can I get at it, then it'll be gone. Bond funds share a highly liquid, but their values fluctuate depending on the interest rate environment. Short-term corporate bond funds, another investment for you. Corporations sometimes raise money by issuing bonds to investors, and these can be packaged into bond funds that own bonds issued by potentially hundreds of corporations. Now, if you invest in that, as far as liquidity goes, you can buy or sell your fund shares every business day. In addition, you can usually invest income dividends or make additional investments at any time. Just keep in mind the capital losses are a possibility. Then you got the S&P 500 index funds. You've probably heard of that. If you want to achieve higher returns than the traditional banking products or bonds, a good alternative is an S&P 500 index fund, though it uh, does come with a little bit more volatility. Well, that's, you know, as as these rates go up, uh, sometimes your uh, risk goes up too. But the liquidity in S&P 500 index fund is highly liquid, and investors will be able to buy or sell it any day the market is open. Now we go into stock, uh, uh, dividend stock funds. Now, I know you've heard a lot of these, but don't really know what they are and if it's worthwhile. Well, even your stock market investments can become a little safer with stocks that pay dividends. Dividends are portions of a company's profit that can be paid out to shareholders, usually on a quarterly basis. All right, so with a a stock dividend, uh, not only can you gain your investments through a long-term market appreciation, you'll also earn cash in the short term. So that's a good thing. As far as liquidity, you can buy or sell any day the market is open. And then you got the NASDAQ 100 index funds. An index fund based on the NASDAQ 100 is a great choice for investors who want to have exposure to some of the biggest and best tech companies. Now, this is interesting because 
some of these people are just killing it with this uh, investment on some of these new tech companies. They're investing $1,000, and they're not getting 50% back or, you know, like 10% or 50%. They're getting 1,000% back. So an index-based fund uh, on the NASDAQ 100 is a great choice for investors, investors who want to have exposure to some of the biggest and best tech companies. I just want to repeat that without having to pick the winners and losers or having to analyze specific companies. Uh, so liquidity, like other public traded index fund, the NASDAQ index fund is readily uh, it's convertible to cash on any day of the market. So you got rental housing. Uh, this can be a great investment if you have the willingness to manage your own properties. And I don't know about that, but the properties I had, I had this, I had the, uh, management then i didn't have to worry about it. it costs a little bit but a lot of my properties are out of state and it uh it can get pretty tricky they take care of it all they collect the rent they take care of the repairs and you just have a fee with them and with mortgage rates hitting all-time lows recently it could be a great time to uh finance and purchase new properties but do your homework on that too uh the risk like with any asset you can overpay for housing and investors and in the mid 2000s found I found that out you want to get in the right area and you want to definitely do your homework on that because you can lose a lot of money in that situation but you can also make a lot so municipal bond funds now municipal bond funds invest in a number of different municipal bonds or munis issued by state and local government all right so and then we have uh the liquidity you can Buy or sell your fund shares every business day. So that's the thing about this. And you can typically reinvest individual uh, income dividends or make additional investments at any time. And then you got cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is a kind of digital electronic-only currency that is intended to act as a medium of exchange. It's becoming popular in the last decade with Bitcoin becoming the leading digital currency. Crypto has become a hot property in the last few years, in particular as dollars have flown into the asset, pushing up prices and drawing even more traders into the action. All right, and then you have your uh, liquidity. Well, cryptocurrencies are generally liquid, especially the major ones such as Bitcoin or uh, Ethereum. So there's a little uh, a little brief on some of it. Like I said, the real estate's exciting. It's a little bit more involved. It takes time. I have and I have my crypto. Do you have your cryptocurrency? Have a little bit of it, Reese, but I'm uh, you know I'm not staying on top of crypto. But you know you got Tesla and you got Starbucks. They're they're just doing business with crypto now. You can use crypto when you when you do that, and it seems to be the wave of the future. So you buy early and sell high. Buy early and sell high, yeah. Uh, buy early and sell high. Buy buy low, sell high. So I I don't totally understand the crypto market. Uh, you know, as far as uh, having something like gold, you have gold, and and the cash you withdraw, you have the cash. What do you do when you want to withdraw your crypto coins, Reese? Can you go get crypto coins? Up, uh, we got a we got a blank spot there. 
So anyway. Oh, that's because uh, I'm on mute. Of course, my hand is mute. <laughs> you okay. you either you either sell your crypto coins and get dollars for them, or you use them to buy something with. Well, I don't understand it. I just I just said that. <laughs> I really don't understand. <laughs> you, you just you just sit on your millions of Bitcoin. But you know, it's it's a it's a profitable situation, and that's where the people with the uh, the knowledge are going. And I uh, like anything, you know, do your homework. Uh, and I, I guess eventually they'll be fading out the old currency. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know the dollar bills get faded out because they have to print new ones. And uh, anyway, with that, like uh, Reese and I tell you, when you go on a trip, uh, do your research to make everything safe in that state you're going to. Uh, make sure there's no big storms or something and with the investments do your homework on that too because we've heard a lot of stories about seniors that have invested in situations and lost a lot of their money Uh, you know like with these uh, some of the people like with the Bernie situation they invested hundreds and hundreds of thousands if not millions I don't know how they do that how do you do that without doing your homework Greed, greed. Yeah. It is greed. And I admit I fall I fall prey to it too. I'll look at something on the stock market, think it looks good and put money into it and then the money's just gone. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. But the well, bank you know, the banks get... used to pay decent interest. The banks don't pay interest now. So I mean they yeah. do, but it's so little. That you gotta well, find some true. way to grow your money. Yeah. Well, I, uh, you know, I thought I was safe. I did my research. I did everything. I, I bought a lot of homes in the Gulf Coast. I bought them down in Florida. But I didn't expect, I mean, everything was going, like the people were leaving the Midwest going down there, and, you know, everything was going good. Uh, properties on the beach and all kinds of stuff. I thought, this is good. And and along comes a big storm. Well, I didn't anticipate a big hurricane, and I didn't anticipate the 08 recession, which knocked out the rents. So, you don't, nothing's for sure. Like we've said before, you know, if you want to give God a laugh, tell him your plans. You don't know for sure what's around the corner. So I, I, I would say maybe the happy medium, you know, uh, I well, went too much. Invest more than you, don't right. invest more than you can afford to lose. Yeah. Yeah. I put uh, too many eggs in one basket, the typical scenario. But with that guys, I guess uh, Radio Boomers Live is uh, running out of steam here. And, yeah, uh, we're out of time. <laughs> out of time. But we want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, go to the Easy Way Wall of Fame and uh, text Easy Way to 55678. Uh, upgrade, uh, upgrades on the wall and download the Easy Way app. And like I said, text Easy Way to 55678. Five, five, There's a lot of networking that can be done there. And uh, without Reef, I guess it's time to roll on till next Monday morning at 10 o'clock. And uh, a lot of exciting stuff coming up for you. A lot of exciting guests and more, more information. What do I? What can I say? That Reefus Tech Time keeps you up to date. Treasure troves of information. And uh, well, I'll tell you, there's I, you know I'm panning through some of the stuff I want to share. There's so much stuff coming up in the news and everything. But and check out Eric's book, The Influence Effect. That's that's been a hot thing on the on the charts here. And uh, Reese, we're going to be seeing you. What's what's going on with Reese here? Actually, I believe I'm going to be on The Good Girls next Sunday night. Uh, oh, really? I believe. 
you never know when your part's going to get cut out. When you only have a, a, a couple of lines, you don't know if they're going to make it to the final cut. So I may or may not be on the Good Girls next Sunday night. Well, let's picture Risa on that uh, on that final cut, and uh, yes, we'll, we'll be seeing you there. So till next week, oh, okay. <laughs> Radio Boomers Live. Keep moving, keep the faith, and we're signing out. The BrainCast is a unique headset that combines light and sound frequencies with guided meditations. Dr. Patrick Porter, inventor of BrainCast and member of our faculty, has created 20 to 30 minute course reviews for many of our courses. Before starting a course or at any point before taking the exam, you can put on your BrainCast, close your eyes, and begin your course review. Brain tapping guides your mind from an awake, reactionary mind into an intuitive, creative state, then to a place where super learning and healing can occur, with the outcome being a heightened state of consciousness with crystal clear focus. Relax with scientifically proven techniques that create a symphony of brainwave activity, a feeling of calm focus that's just right for learning and productivity. Each session is designed with brainwave balance in mind. Some audio sessions have dual voice processing, which means you may hear two voices speaking at the same time. This technique is used for inspiring left and right brain balance. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your hosts, Rita Gray, star Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network.